0: Called Princess. A and drug
1: and alcohol get It will be a weapon. Be the best in the world. How do I prove to the world that I'm here
0: and that I'm a man, that I'm not a little kid anymore? And I'll only be on one kid. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. My deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Measure.
2: Hello and welcome to Right Ways Radio, hosted by Journeymen. I'm your co-host, Nikki Wilkes. And I'm your co-host, Alex Craighead. <laughs> and today we have a very special guest joining us all the way from Australia, best-selling author of The Making of Men, Dr. Arna Rubinstein. Arna, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're hoping you could just start by giving a brief intro to yourself and your work and maybe talking about the programs that you have going on down there in Australia.
0: Great. And g'day, fellas. Thanks for having me on the program. I um, have been working with boys and young men for over 20 years now. And the basic premise of the work that we do is that we need to be doing something to support, to acknowledge and to celebrate that time when our boys become young men and to help them in every way to find what they're really passionate about, to find what their gifts are, and what they have to offer to the community. So my original work was as a doctor, and I saw lots of fantastic boys, young boys under 12 years of age going really well, and also saw a lot of teenagers who were really struggling and and lost and didn't know who they were or felt like they were living behind a mask. So for the last 20 years, we've been creating programs where we take groups of boys and men, uh, hopefully their fathers, but we also have a lot of mentors coming along, which is also tremendous. And, and we do a program that's based on the elements of a rite of passage, which I imagine we'll talk about later. Uh, and it is in a nutshell, it's, as I said, a celebration uh, that these boys are becoming young men, an opportunity to, for them to think about what sort of men they want to be. And also to think about what are the behaviours in their lives that they need to let go of. And we now have programmes running uh, around Australia and and in six different countries around the world. And there's definitely, uh, you know, there's a big knowledge out there that we need to be doing more for our boys as they become young men. And we need need great men. We need men who are really going to help support this community and this world to become a better place. So that's, in a nutshell, what we do. Great. Thank you,
1: Arna. Um, I'm curious to hear your opinion on what do you think are the most important issues teen boys are facing today?
0: Okay, it's a great question, and it is such a tricky time for teenage boys. Today, there's so much going on. Um, There's so much pressure on them to be a certain way. Marketing is more sophisticated than it's ever been before, and it's telling them that unless they are a certain way, unless they look a certain way, unless they have certain clothes, unless they do certain things, then you know there's kind of something wrong for them with them. And the biggest issue I believe they're facing is to have the self-confidence and awareness that who they are, who they really are, is actually perfect and brilliant, and that's what we want that they're all different, that they've all got their own unique talents and gifts, their own spirit, their own genius, and that's who we want and need them to be. So that's a, that's one really big issue. Um, of course, there's the prevalence of all the uh, potential problems that can happen with drugs and alcohol and the risk-taking behaviour. Um, there's a big issue with technology which um, is just so prevalent everywhere and yes there are great things about technology but there's also a huge opportunity for them to get lost in technology it's kind of like the modern day drug of our our young people and the other big issue that i believe is that they're not having a rite of passage which is what i'm so passionate about they're not having what would have happened in every indigenous community around the world where a ceremony a ritual would have been created to celebrate this time Uh, and then on top of that, there's a lot of you know confusion about just the whole world and the future of the world. Um, it's a big time for teenage boys, I believe.
2: Yeah, thank you for identifying those issues. And um, it sounds like so much is shared, you know, even across the globe. What you work with there in Australia is totally relevant for us here too in the US. And um on that topic of of rites of passage. Um, I can remember back to my first time as a teen boy hearing that word and feeling super confused. I'm wondering if you can you know, define that term, rite of passage,
0: for our audience and maybe name why it's important today. Okay, well, yeah, r- rites of passage are what I am extremely passionate about and what a big part of my professional career has been devoted to. And basically, a rite of passage is a process that creates a transformation in a person, and it's done in a ritual way, and it's facilitated. So I'll, I'll explain each of those things. So the first thing around a transformation is we have different stages in our lives. So for a male, there's the stage of being a, a young boy, and then being a, well, first of all, a baby, then a young boy, then a teenager, then a man, and then an elder, and, and eventually someone who is you know, ready to pass on. And historically and in indigenous communities, all of these stages would have been marked. And how we treat a boy and how a boy acts is different from how a young man would act and is different from how an older man would act and and different from how an elder in the community would act. And what I see and when the problems arise is when um, boys are still acting like babies, when teenagers are still acting like boys, when men are still acting like teenagers and when older men you know refuse to accept the fact that they actually are older and that's a you know different stage of life and are still trying to pretend that they're young and actually are competing and holding down the the the, the men who are younger than them so the the indigenous communities all actually did the same thing. And there's been some study around this and there was a Belgian anthropologist, Arnold van Gennep, who actually coined the term rites of passage. And what he found is that in these communities, they would all have these ceremonies and rituals and that they all consisted of the same elements where whoever was going through the ritual would be separated for a period of time from the community, would go through a transformational process, that would be facilitated and done with enormous respect. And then that person would come back to the community and they would be seen by their community as being at the next stage in their life and they would also step up and be in the next stage in their life. So for the boys to men ritual, which is the one that I'm most interested in and which I spend a lot of my time doing, they would take you know boys away and the elders in the community would go with those boys and they would have they would share stories, they would share the history of the community. there would be challenges that the boys would go through. Um, they would there would be the creation of a vision for the future for that boy. Um, they would look about they would look at things that no longer serve behaviors that as a as a young man uh, you would not still do that, maybe would be okay when you're a boy. And then the other big thing is that each of the boys and young men, would be honored, acknowledged, seen for their actual gifts, their, their unique spirit. So there would be a, a process whereby they would actually be honored in that way. And then they would return and there would be a big community celebration where the whole community would come out and recognize each of these young men. And what I know, because we've been doing these programs for over 20 years all around Australia and now in six countries around the world, that we can still be creating these processes in a really appropriate contemporary way and that will change people's lives. We can take boys, we can spend time with them, we can bring in their fathers and other men, we can share stories with them, we can answer their questions, we can, we can um, set challenges for them, which by the way, if we don't set challenges, they will go and find their own a lot of the risk-taking behaviour that we see, a lot of the fights, the gangs, the driving their cars stupidly fast, the the drugs, that's all about these boys trying to prove to themselves that they're men. And we can do it in a safe, appropriate way, we can help them create a vision for the future and we can absolutely honour and recognise each of them as being an individual, having their own genius and spirit and telling them that these gifts that they have are actually their gifts to the community. So what I'm interested in and what we're going to be doing with you guys when I come over there in April is actually doing some training around this work and running a father-son program, uh, which will have um, boys and, and their dads or mentors, and doing it in a way that I know from the work that we are done changes the lives of these boys as they become young men.
1: Thank you for identifying the importance of a rites of passage um, I think it's clear that many of the issues we're seeing teens face today are directly related to the lack of a rite of passage in Western society and how important it can be for a community and their youth. I'm curious, Arna, uh, what are the key resources for a community that may want
0: to create meaningful rites of passage for their youth? Another fantastic question. And just before I answer that, I just want to make one point, which is very important. And that is that Uh, Rites of passage were not only for boys becoming young men, equally as important for girls as they become young women and communities around the world created those rites of passage as well and at different stages in our lives. The one we're talking about today and focusing on is the boy to young man, which I believe is incredibly important. But just note that you know at various stages in our lives, it's extremely important to mark and acknowledge the fact that we're we're moving to a different place. In terms of the key r- resources, I think the first thing is actually a desire and an understanding of what we're trying to do. So I'm really excited to be coming over there to you guys. And what we'll be looking at is, you know, what does it take to create a meaningful rite of passage? If we understand it, if we understand the elements, which is that we need to create a space where we can take the boys for a period of time. We need to u- we need to do the key elements in a rite of passage, which is the sharing of stories as a way of passing on wisdom and knowledge, creating an appropriate challenge, helping them create a vision, and doing an honouring that. That's a big part of it and we need to be training men and women to actually understand this work and to see how they can create their own programs in their own way, in their own community. And I think one of the things that people... One of the big misunderstandings is people think that a you know rite of passage has to be like what they might have seen on National Geographic, where someone's jumping off a huge tower or killing a lion or being circumcised, and you know they were the rites of passage that happened in an indigenous community. We need to look at contemporary programs, and they can be done in so many ways. We will be doing it by creating a, a three-day camp where we'll have groups of people, but it can also be done, um, you know, at, at home when a boy turns fifteen. There can be a celebration around his birthday. It can be done through sporting organisations. There are many, many ways that a meaningful rite of passage can be created. But the key is we have good, healthy people to facilitate the program. And we look at what, what are the circumstances, what's the community, and what will be the best way to overlay these elements of a rite of passage into that program. So, so just a quick example. Um, I went uh, overseas. Actually, in December, I went to Patagonia, which was amazing. And I went with four other men. And we're at different ages and stages in our lives. But we decided we actually wanted to use the rite of passage elements there. So the background to our our uh, program was we were traveling overseas and we were in Patagonia. But whilst we were away, we shared our stories really deeply. Um, we talked about our challenges in life and what's happening for us. We, we looked at what is our vision for the future, how do we want to be going forwards at our different ages. And then we also did a process where each Each of the men was honored and recognized by the other men in the group. And we told that man, you know, what the gifts and and genius and uh, um, spirit we saw in him. And that was an incredibly powerful process. So I'm also very interested in how Rites of Passage can be int- introduced into schools. And here in Australia, more and more schools are wanting that and they're looking at their school camps and what they can do. You know, it's great if we can get parents involved, but we know we can't always do that. And there's lots of things that we can be doing in the, you know, within the school system. So I'm very interested in educating as many people as possible and then supporting them to find their way of doing a Rite of Passage in their own community.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Arna.
0: Um,
2: you mentioned some, some really key parts from, um, that also came up in your book. And I think you know, your book is such an excellent resource. We'll give it another plug here at the end, um, especially in identifying the different methods and the different ways uh, a healthy and modern relevant rite of passage can be developed in any community. Um, and one other piece from your book that I, I want to um, discuss briefly is your personal identity scale. And this is something that really stood out to me as being pretty unique and very useful as well. So I'm wondering if you could just explain what your personal identity scale is and maybe why this is useful for parents and mentors.
0: Sure, happy to talk about the personal identity scale. And, and I've been working with boys now, I mean, as a doctor and with the other work for around um, 25 years. And in the programs that we've done, we've had over 30,000 people come through. And, and what I notice is that there are definitely patterns. And when I look at teenagers, teenage boys, and we look at you know, how do we identify if a boy is doing well, if he's sort of in between and could go either way or if he's in a critical situation. And I, um, in my personal identity scale, look at five different things. And the first is if he has healthy family relationships, if he's good with his parents, parents, uh, that's a really good sign. If he's not talking to his parents, if there's a if there's a war going on at home, if at every point he's trying to get out of the house, you know, doesn't talk to his dad and fights with his mum, that's a bad sign. Um, having key life skills like being able to look after themselves, uh, being able to manage certain things, is also very important. If they have good physical health, if they're playing sport, if they're you know, if they're healthy, that's a good sign. If they're unwell all the time. Uh, and and, um, struggling there, that's not as good for them. Extremely important is that they are recognized and acknowledged for their unique gifts and talents. When a a boy, a young man knows what he's good at, feels confident about it and is able to pursue that, that's a very good predictor of a, a positive personal identity. But if he feels like he's hopeless and no one sees him, that's a problem. And interestingly in my work, what I often see is many of the really talented, capable young men don't value their own gifts, don't feel it's seen and think it's more important to be you know, the way everybody else is. Um, and the final one I talk about is the transition uh, from boy to young man being supported and acknowledged, basically having a rite of passage, so that they are not only seen as a young man, but they feel like they're a young man, and so that they're not being treated still like a boy and not acting like a boy, which creates all sorts of problems, but are actually um, in the space where their family, their community treats them as a young man, and you know they're proud of that. So what I've done is I've identified these five areas, and we have a simple tool that we use to uh, assess and give a score of zero, one, or two for each of these different areas. Um, And if a boy has a result, comes back with a result of 8 to 10, that's a really good sign. If he comes back with a 4 to 7, 5 to 7, sorry, that's an indication that, you know, he could go either way. We've got to support him and and make sure that we um, keep him up on the top end of the scale. And the kids who are sort of four and less, they're the ones that we say, you know, look, we we really, this is kind of critical. And and that would be a scenario where you've got a a kid who, you know, as I said, you know, not getting on with his family, doesn't have basic skills, is unhealthy, which may be due to the fact that he doesn't exercise, eats lousy food, you know, maybe a smoker. Uh, doesn't know what his own gifts and talents are, has no idea about that sort of thing, uh, and, and hasn't been supported through the transition, still often feels and acts like a boy, you know, that, that boy, that young man is at risk. So we've actually developed a, um, uh, an online process, which we call our Teen Tracker, and it's on our website and anybody can can hop on and they can have a look at it and they can score their the boy that they're working with you know and it's just a general indication and what we want is we want to be supporting as many boys as possible as many young men as possible to be right up the top end of the scale where they have good family relationships they've got some good basic life skills they're healthy They've been seen and, in- and acknowledged and encouraged to pursue their you know, unique gifts and talents, and they know that they're a young man rather than just a big boy.
1: Thank you for sharing your insights on that topic. Um, as a teacher, I just got to say that it has been an extremely helpful tool in really understanding some of my students and finding ways that I can help support them in their path and being successful. Uh, and Dr. Anna, I really just want to express a deep gratitude for uh, having a, you on our show here tonight. And once again, I want to recommend that everybody listening tonight, please take a look at his book, The Making of Men by Dr. Arna Rubinstein. Absolute great read and extremely helpful for anybody who's working with youth, whether it be parents, coaches, teachers, mentors. It is a very powerful read and I highly recommend it. Um, if you are interested in taking a look at Arna's programs and offerings in Australia, please take a look at his website, themakingofmen.com. We also are excited to announce that Dr. Arna will be visiting the United States for his very first time hosting programs here in the US. He's going to be coming up to the Seattle area and visiting Vashon Island. This coming April, we've got three big events that we would love to share with you all. On April 19th, He will be doing a public speaking event for parenting, technology, and modern rites of passage. Later in the month, April 21st, he will be hosting a global rites of passage leadership training for anybody who feels called to help support youth in their community, mentors, coaches, teachers, parents. And then finally, on April 22nd through 23rd, he's going to be helping us host a father and son adventure weekend for teen boys and their dads and mentors to come and build their relationship together and step outside of their normal routines. Dr. Arna, thank you again for being with us tonight. We really appreciate your time.
0: Look, it's an absolute pleasure. I'm very excited and I, I just want to add on what you said. We're doing something really fabulous with the um, leadership training that we're doing, which is we're starting the training on the Friday um, and then on that evening the fathers and sons are actually going to come in. The, the leadership training is for men and women and then for the men who attend the training who want to stay over Um, which i would highly recommend we're actually going to run the father and son weekend and the last two days of the training will actually be attending the weekend seeing the elements of a rite of passage and how we do them so my hope is that as a result of this we will have more rites of passage programs happening for boys and girls in the Seattle area and and around the United States. And, you know, I really hope that this is the start of something big because the vision here is to bring rites of passage into the mainstream and for it to become a normal thing that when a boy reaches puberty or a girl reaches puberty that the community is doing something really special to celebrate them, to acknowledge them and to support them to become the best uh, men and women that they can. So I really appreciate and thank you for this opportunity.
2: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Arna. And I'm so glad you spoke to the importance of this work um, across the gender spectrum and as we have identified in every community. I just want to give a quick shout out to um, one of our sponsors, The Voice of Vashon, KVSH here, um, which is a studio we're broadcasting from today. And um, if you want to check out more about Journeymen and our programs, you can visit us on the web at www.journeymen.us. And obviously you can find us on Facebook along with Arna's programs and the making of men. Arna, once again, thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is right ways radio. Have a great evening.